LB, are you there? I am now. Oh, heavens, what happened to you? Oh, well, you've missed nothing monumental yet. Okay. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, so, if you're listening, you know, on the last call, we talk about the tweet of the week. And this week, it comes from Karen Howell. And I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all, if you're not following Karen on Twitter, you're missing pure gold all day, every day. <laughs> so this week's tweet also, whoops, I almost forgot. I need to issue a trigger warning here. Um, if there's any little ears listening that may have certain belief sets at Christmas, you probably want to wait and not listen with them. And if you do let them listen, we do not want your hate mail. So, um, (laughs) Karen tweeted this week, I've lost a lot of respect for y'all's children for actually believing a stuffed elf goes back and forth from your house to see Santa every night. LB, you do not have children, but I feel like you have some thoughts on the Elf on the Shelf. Oh, do y'all do Elf on the Shelf? Heavens no. I can barely remember to put my sweater on the right direction. <laughs> I can't remember to move a little Elf all the time. And he's got creepy eyes, and I don't do creepy. Oh my gosh. I do not understand why. I, I don't know where this came from, and I wish um, I wish that I would have been a little bit more prepared and done a little bit of research for the fine folks out there. Uh, well, they're not paying for this one. This is true. <laughs> this is all free anyway, so this is what you get. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it's that's way too much. Like it's too oh, yeah. much to because I get I can get the Santa thing, and I think only because like we grew up with Santa, mm-hmm. and my mom still to this day all of our presents are from Santa. Um, oh, well, if you don't believe, you don't receive. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, I think that it just, I don't know where it came from. I feel like it's just another, you've got to, like, then when your kids find out that you've been lying to them, it's one thing when you've been lying about Santa, and they're like, "Eh, well, but that's a cute story, and Santa's everywhere. Elf on the shelf? Where's he at? Well, okay, so Aaron, my husband, if you're a new listener, um... He's he struggled with us doing Santa for our son because he doesn't want to have the conversation one day of, yeah, I've lied to you all this time. Um, also, he finds it creepy that some like white dude would come flying down his chimney. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. I don't know why that's funny to me. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, you can always spin that when they do ask you, like, is this real? Is this fake? Like, oh, the joy and the spirit of Christmas and all that hoobalah. But the elf, like, I feel like my kid's going to be like, mom, like, right. WTF. And I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it because I don't want to remember to move it. Oh now, Karen, Karen did follow up in her thread and said, and now y'all are out there breaking the poor elf's legs. So you have excuse not to move him. Listen, now, our parents will be like, oh, if you touch him, he doesn't move or something like that. Or then mm-hmm. do you follow these crazy women on Instagram who like they'll make the elf make a snow angel on the kitchen counter or they'll oh, do mm-hmm. no I don't I don't because it gives me anxiety but 
No. No. Mm -mm. Nope. Can't do it. Now, I don't know if you've heard about this, and I've not done a lot of research, and and I don't mean this in a sacrilegious way, but did you know there's a little shepherd boy now? Shepherd on a search? Oh, well, I didn't know he had, like, a whole theme, but... Yeah, yeah, I just read that there was a little shepherd. Well, that's even better. Let's over-spiritualize a creepy little thing moving around my house. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. I don't know if you remember... Last year, it was about this time last year, John Chris did an Insta story about it. Did you watch this? <gasps> did he dress up like it? No. Oh. Girl, he went, he went off because <laughs> he was talking about how um, the Christians are way too legalistic to do the Elf on the Shelf. So they have a shepherd on a search and he, girl, he started preaching and he was like, do you mean to tell me that the God we serve and the God of the universe is going to be offended and feel better about the fact that you put a shepherd to lie to your children instead of an elf? (laughs) Yeah, let's not bring Jesus into this. I mean, oh my gosh, (laughs) like I just, and I had a friend I saw on Facebook this week saying that they were doing it and this is a great idea and if you want to get one I'm going to be like no nobody get one don't do this no no let's no don't um now I am occasionally accused of having dad jokes I'm here for a good dad joke okay so um in this thread that Karen posted, I noticed that there were some people that started dropping some some dad jokes about elves. <laughs> so I'm I here a few for out it. Here. Okay, so um, why do elves make good listeners? I don't know why. Because they're all ears. <laughs> and see, that's part of the creepiness. The ears are too big. This is true. And why uh, are they too big? To make him creepy. Okay, here, <laughs> here you go. What's Santa's tax status? Oh, I don't know. Elf employed. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you one last one because I don't want to scare everyone off. Um, <laughs> what kind of photographs do elves like taking? Elfies. Oh, okay. You just had to steal my phone. Okay. <laughs> that one was way too easy. Well, clearly. Way too easy. Um. Okay, well, that's fine. Um, Do you have another one you can end with? I don't want to steal your thunder. Well, no, those were the only ones I wrote down. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um. Goodness gracious. So I guess we can conclude with saying that um, we're out on Elf on the Shelf. Or Elf, yeah, on the Shelf. Uh, <laughs> y'all go ahead and be your creepy selves. It's fine. Um, if y'all if y'all do Elf on the Shelf or the Shepherd on the Search, I, I think y'all should comment on a post. Yes. On the post for this episode and tell us. If your kids have ever found out and what lie you have had to tell them so that they wouldn't know that it was you moving it. Yes, please. That's what I want to know. And and this is an act of service to the community by you sharing what lie you're telling so that others may share as well. 
That's right. That's right. I think I want to, I seriously want to hear them. Perfect. Um, so we have one last quick thing. You know, we like to keep these episodes short and sweet. Um, so we've had some listener feedback about the last call. I don't know if I told you this part. Um, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Continue. So there's I'm just over and, here all ears. Uh, you and like the elf, an elf. too. <laughs> um, so there's good and there's bad news. Okay, so the good news is... The bad news first. Oh, bad? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay, Debbie Downer. Sorry. So the bad news is this is the last episode of The Last Call. I know. Dry the tears. Are you ready for the good news? Let's hear it. I'm so pumped. So the good news is that our adoring fans, all four of them and our moms, um, really like having you on the podcast. So I know, I know. Go ahead and take a bow. Um, I'm here for this. So we've made an executive decision here at Tweets and Tonic, and now our Thursday episodes will be permanently co-hosted by the one and only LB. What? What? I'll try to find a drum roll when I post this podcast, so there's some oh, thematic okay. stuff going on. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, so that's our big news is that we're going to stop doing these Friday little short episodes and we're going to give you a whole episode with the two of us on Thursdays and we actually are going to have series. We are professionals. We are professionals. We have planned this out. We even have a Google Doc, people. We do. And I know how to use it. It's true. We actually have a couple, but for this, (laughs) we um, are going to do a series kicking off next Thursday called A Thrill of Hope. And we're going to talk we're about original. the holidays. It's true. It's true. We didn't yeah. steal that from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, just every other church in America in December. Yeah. <laughs> true. We thought we'd just keep the theme going. That's right. We're uh, just here to support the local church. That's right. <laughs> so we're going to kick that off next Thursday. So you're going to want to be sure and tune in. And yeah. um, I think that's about all I have. Did I have anything else? I don't no? think so. I think that's it. Okay. Do you have big plans for the weekend? Situationship or anything like that? Uh, there is no situationship, but I do believe we found a little SEC championship game that neither of us are playing in, which is fine. Well, I've uh, actually never played in a football game, so... Um, let, okay. Okay. <laughs> Dad okay. joke? Come on, man. Gosh. Gosh. Um, all right. Well, who, who are you picking? Who's winning? Man, I'm going to tell you, my deep in my heart, I want Georgia to win so bad. I want Georgia to win. I really you know, think. You know, even if they win, Alabama's not going to the playoffs. I do, but I just, I love Georgia. And they, I'm so proud of them for holding on this long in the season. They have not. There's been it's true. so many I mean, seasons where they have just come out guns blazing and injuries have absolutely killed them by game seven or eight. Yep. So I'm super excited that they've made it this far. I'm super excited that they've made it to the championship, to the SEC championship. Um, I'd love to see them win. And I would love to see, what do you, let's play this game real quick. Because if, if LSU should lose the SEC championship, do you think that that keeps them out of the, Top four 
I'm going to go no. Because I think we've been in this boat before, haven't we, with Alabama and Georgia playing? Yes. Last season or the season before, I think it was. Yeah, so I'm going to go with no, because I don't think a loss in the championship to Georgia diminishes LSU past, like, an Oklahoma-Utah situation. Where is Georgia sitting at right now? Do you know what they're... They're... Aren't they number four? Oh, are they? Did it not... Did the top four not change? I'll look real quick. If we okay. had old music, we would have that. Um, no, yeah, they're number four. It's Ohio okay. State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia. And so Gosh. then that's where we get into the controversy. Because, okay, say Georgia loses, right? Mm-hmm. And then, but Georgia's only lost a championship game. No, remember they lost to South Carolina. I was getting there. That oh, was my end. Bad. That's okay. Um, but Utah... If they beat Oregon, but what if they don't? They're out. Oklahoma, what if they beat Baylor? What if they don't? And then Baylor. I keep coming back to it, folks. I know you do. I'm gonna. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I can't stand it if Baylor gets in the playoffs. I just keep thinking they're gonna be another Notre Dame if they get in. Oh, I'm not denying that at all because they would be playing Ohio State. They're gonna be like mopped. Like that's just gonna be like playing a. Like, Ohio playing a high school team. And, tr- like, no disrespect to Baylor. They have done a killer job and held on this season. But the division they're playing in versus you're not – they're not playing in Ohio State. They haven't, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be it'll be really interesting if the top four does not change if Georgia beats LSU. Um because I want, because hadn't the top four stayed the same, like they've switched mm-hmm. places, but it's been the same teams for three weeks now. Yeah, I think really if LSU loses, all that's going to happen is they're going to flip with Georgia. Clemson will move up to two, Georgia three, and then LSU. But here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to make some predictions right now. Okay, I'm here for it. I think LSU is going to beat Georgia. Okay. And so I think we're going to stay one, two, three, four, as it is today. So that's going to have Ohio State versus Georgia. I think Ohio State will win. Wait. What? If LSU beats Georgia, you think Georgia's still going to stay number four? Oh, wait, no. Mm -mm. Yeah. I wasn't even, I'm not even drunk. I don't even know what. (laughs) So I don't know who's going to be number four, but Ohio State's going to beat them. And here's what I'm going to tell you. LSU's going to play Clemson. Clemson's going to win. No, they're not. Yes, ma'am. No, they're not. No. Okay, we'll see. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put a little wager on it. Are you ready? Mm -mm. If Clemson (laughs) and LSU play each other and Clemson wins, you have to post a picture on social media with an Auburn hat that I'll send you if I need to Mm-mm. and a war Eagle. Oh my gosh. If they play in LSU beats Clemson, I'll wear an Alabama hat and say roll tide. Okay. All right, people, you have it. heard it here. All right. So basically if LSU wins, I win. <laughs> 
nobody wins when Alabama wins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Folks, I think that's all we have. I know you've just been on the edge of your seats listening. Come check us out next Thursday. We'll be back with more hijinks. All right, LB. Have a good weekend. In our Look for the Helper series this week, we would like to recognize the work of Richard Sherman, the San Francisco 49ers quarterback. Student lunch debt is a major problem nationwide, as is childhood hunger. Schools will allow students to carry lunch debt to make sure they're able to eat instead of going hungry, but parents aren't always able to pay it back. Uh, Some school districts have taken to punishing students with lunch debt, cutting off their ability to do activities with their classmates simply because their parents can't afford to pay. They estimate that 75% of all school districts in the country ended the last school year with lunch debt, and the problem just continues to grow. Richard Sherman, though, is doing his part to help students, and he spread love and the generous spirit of Thanksgiving in the process. Um, This past week, he made several generous donations. Uh, Both will help schools feed their students and make sure students can eat while they're at school. He donated over $27,000 to clear student lunch debt in two cities that are close to his heart. He personally hand-delivered a check for over $7,000 to the principal of Cabrillo Middle School in Santa Clara, California last week. And that eliminated all student lunch debt at that school. It's the closest school to the 49ers stadium. And the principal there said it's the most generous thing to happen for these kids. There's plenty in need and he didn't neglect them. It was the perfect way to give back and help them. It was the kindest, most generous gesture. Sherman didn't stop with Cabrillo Middle School. He also gave $20,000 to the Tacoma, Washington public school system to eliminate student loan debt at schools in that area. Uh, Richard Sherman played his first seven seasons with the Seattle Seahawks, and that school district is about 30 miles from Seattle. So with that, that's all we have for today, folks. Cheers and go do some good.